Welcome to Inside Podcast, episode 65. That's right, 65. Wait, what? 65. I got it right this time, 65. I'm your co-host, Joel Lindholm. Go ahead. Was that Mark Board? It was Mark Board, 65. Nice. That's right, good old 65. Uh, I'm your co-host, Joel Lindholm, along with Jason Shirley. Jason, tell the time it is. Little Detroit Cobras for yeah, you there, man. Joe. Love it. Our um, friend of the show, yeah, Curdy, mm-hmm. went to go see them last night. Oh yeah, um, yeah. They were the opener for get this X, ooh, and then mm. the Damned. Wow. He uh, he called that his personal Woodstock. That sounds so. Like, that sounds like a show. And by the killer way, show, right? Oh, yeah, and, and I was sad I missed it. Uh, Riot Fest was announced the lineup this week. Hit me with it. Um, let me find it first. But it, Aww, it, right. there are some bands on there that if I could just take them and make my own Riot Fest and not have to deal with anybody else. With anybody else? Yeah. I'm in. And the crowd. Yes. and yeah, yeah. All that. I think I, I saw a couple of acts on there, too, that I'm like, ooh. Yeah. And then. Exactly. I'm mm. like, well, that'd be cool. Okay, so uh, the big ones. And don't they do that like all around the city, like in different no, areas? No, they do oh. it all in one area. But what am do, I thinking of? Riot Fest is I don't know. Um, okay, but Riot Fest is it's here. I think there's one in Denver. Um, let me see. Oh, is it Twang Fest? I'm thinking of that's St. Louis though. Maybe. Um, all right, so the, the big ones. Yes. Uh, Blink One Eighty Two. Uh huh. Yeah. Slayer, final Chicago and Milwaukee show. So this is the last time they're coming to this area. Okay. They're they're retiring. They're hanging it up. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm sorry that doesn't do more for me. Yeah, but. no, I know. Uh, me too. Uh, Bikini Kill. Uh, really? The, the Raconteurs. Boop, 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 boop. Back back yeah. that up. Yeah. Beep beep beep. Yeah. Kathleen Hanna. Uh, yeah. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was down for like five years. She had yeah. like Lyme disease well, or something. Yeah. And. She she was married to Ad Rock. I don't know if that's still a thing. I don't know either. That's a good question. All right, but I can stop talking and uh, you can continue. That's okay. Uh, Rock on tours. Uh, yeah. Rise against. Yeah. Ja- I mean, Rock on tours. Jack White. Yeah. Anybody else in that that we know? Or no, I don't think is so. it just that's that vein of yeah. the kind of music that Jack White wants to play? So that's right. What the kind called. the kind he wants to play today. So this is what they're doing <laughs> today. Right. Um, flaming Lips. No, I got nothing. And the Lips are doing uh, my favorite Lips album. Yeah, see, in its entirety, I, I, Yoshimi and the Battle of the Pink Robots. I should, I should like the Flaming Lips. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. Okay. I know. Uh, Ween, Patty Smith no. is going to be the B fifty twos. Meh. But here's some of the because and now we're getting to the list of where they just list all the bands. They don't put any sort of capital or bold or anything so of the bands i'd want to see anthrax yeah uh bomb mold yeah guided by voices yeah lucero oh yeah though right there those three yeah bang 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 
can they all play the same day and can I just get my own thing? Yes. Yeah. Booth with AC yeah. and oh, uh, one more. Uh, Nick Lowe. Nice. Yeah. I mean, like, there's other like, Testament, Andrew WK no. for the one song, and then he'll just. No. Yeah. No, nothing else. Teenage, uh, bo- teenage Bottle Rock. Party, party All the Time. Was that his? No. Uh, like to party. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. Yeah. yeah, that one. And then all the other uh, ones that sound like uh, that. Yeah. The Femmes. Femmes are playing. Oh, see. Uh, Rancid. Mm, I'd see Rancid. Dashboard Confessional, if you want to be a wine Yeah. Bitch. Emo Out. Yeah. I, uh, I actually had a couple albums. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Hey there, Delilah. No, it's not Hey there, Delilah, right? No, it's no, that's no, no, a different no, no, band. No. Correct. Yeah. So no, I actually so saw them at uh, House of Blues. You saw a Dashboard Confessional? I did. Wow. I know. Really? I think uh, I was dating someone at the time that ah, uh, they wanted to go see Dashboard Required me to gotcha. be involved with right. that. But I, I didn't hate it. Like I, said, yeah, I mean, I, it's tough to sit. It's tough to go to a show that you hate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you'll find a redeeming quality if you're a music geek like us. Like, you right, you'll, absolutely, you'll find a redeeming quality. And that's one of the things. And Tommy's waving at me right now. Yeah. That Tom, calm we down. do. Calm down. I know, right? <laughs> Did you take your Ritalin today? Calm the fuck down. Um, that we we do for each other. It's like if I know you really love somebody, even though I'm kind of like meh. I'll go because I know you love it yeah. and it will do so much for you that I'll get something out of it. Yeah. And I mean, that's, it's kind of the deal that we do when we always, like if we want to see a show, I always buy two tickets because I know that I, you'll find that somebody would go yeah. with me Yeah, because that's what we do. Yeah. I think the next show like that for me is going to be guided by voices. We've got to go see them. Yes. No, before, I'm, I'm down. Before, before Pollard drunk drives into a tree or something. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. He enjoys his beverages. Well, a lot of people it, do. You should, uh, for the uninitiated who don't know who Guided by Voices are, um, they're kind of they're a weird cult band, but they enjoy their beer. Yeah. And the good thing is I've never seen them drink anything else but beer. Oh, that is good. So maybe they know their limits of what they can and can't have, like sure. in terms of number of cases that they drink. See, I was going to say, because that's the thing. When you drink too much beer, yeah. you get full, yeah. right? You just get loogie. Yeah. And then uh, where I make my mistake is yeah. that's when I shift into whiskey. Right. So it's when you shift into overdrive. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, I heard a story about them that a fine bird. they get this. So apparently they, they order beer on the writer, right? Like, hey, have beer in the yeah in the whatever, right? Hey, man, I've been in bands where that's all you, all you got. So right, <laughs> right, exactly. So apparently they played at. I don't know, Metro or... Well, I'll need some beer. Yeah, that's right, Homer. Um, they played at Metro or something, and they drank through the writer of beer before the show started. <laughs> like, they, like, we need five cases of beer. That and, is full Blues Brothers right there. gone before the show starts. And then on stage, usually they have a tub, like a trough sure. full of yeah. glasses of draft beer that they just come... Okay. Yeah, it's not like it's not like DBT where they pass around the whiskey bottle on stage. Right. No, 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 no. Yeah. By the way, do you know Bobby Bear Jr. is in that band? Is in Got It By Voices? I would have lost $100. Yeah. Yeah. No idea. Yeah, he, play, he plays uh, He plays rhythms guitars. Uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
At any rate, that's not why you called. No, it uh, is not. I, well, maybe somebody did. Yeah. I'm not sure. Well, it's, you know, we, we like our music. And for so, you, so we're going to talk you're welcome. Song. That's right. You're welcome. Uh, so you want to talk about the coup? Uh, well, actually, before that, okay. let's go to uh, the mailbag. Oh, man. I should have had... Exactly. As always, when Joe and I do our lists or when we rank or rate anything, we always ask for listeners to send in theirs, and we got one in. Great. And this happens to be about best broadcast teams. Oh, great. So they felt for the MLB, it was Costas and Quebec, which... I'm okay on that. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's before cable game of the week on NBC was a big deal. Broadcast teams were Scully, Garage, ah, Joe Garage Door Opener, as my dad always called him. Yeah. Gergiola of uh, Costas and Kubek. Wow. And uh, this listener always leaned toward Bob and Tony. I liked, um, actually, I like Vin and Joe. Yeah. You know, that was kind of the thing. I liked Vin. Yeah. I put up with Joe. Joe was actually... Joe seemed concussed. Yeah, no, he did. And that's I guess that's where I was going. Uh, Sano was kind of like a B-team Gargiola, right? I mean... Yeah. That was the model they, they had there. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I was a Vin guy for sure. And in fact, when I got um, XM or Sirius Radio for the first time and... Uh, you could listen to out of market. Well, whatever game you were listening to, it gave you the home team call, right? Right. right. So the first time I got to hear Scully like on the radio right. was so cool. Yeah. Uh, right. So NFL, Summer All and Madden. I think we yep, agreed with we, that. Yeah. Um, it says if, if you're our age and grew up in an NFC town, this is a no brainer. But people that grew up in AFC towns probably prefer Enberg and Olsen. Yeah, like didn't the, hate didn't hate Enberg and Olsen. The um, the greatest game ever played, my friend, was uh, was broadcast by Mr. Enberg and Mr. Olsen. Yes, mm-hmm. number That's right. twenty. That's right. Uh, and then he says the best crew today is Michaels and Collinsworth. I I'm kind of over on uh, Michaels. Uh, Collinsworth, I didn't mind for a while, but he seems like really you opinionated know, You know now. who's going to be really good, I think, once they get their feet on him, is going to be Tessator and Booger. Okay. I like I like Joe Tessator a lot, and I like okay. Booger a lot. And Witten last year seemed in the way Yeah, between the two of them, which is yeah. probably why he went no, back I'm and with played you. football. Yeah, but he's um, white. Yeah, exactly. But I think the booth, I think that's the booth. I think it's Tessator and Booger. Okay. I hope. Because they were really good, I liked them a lot. Al Michaels is good. I mean, I mean, you know, I, I, Collinsworth, I could take him or leave him. Like, I don't really care, but I do like Al Michaels' work. I think he's a good guy, and I like how he, you know, every so often will nod to the to our friends in the desert, you know, like Brett used to do. Yeah, um, at least acknowledge the fact that there's gambling. Um, right. Yeah. No, I, I get that. Yeah. And which, which I, by the and way, he's good. I'm sorry. I it's just I mean he's been around long enough. He should be an institution, but I I feel like he feels that he should be an institution. Right. And it's kind of like mm, all right. I don't know. I, I mean and the miracle that's Yeah, it's tough to beat the that, miracle. Yeah, right. I mean, 
Okay. And what people don't understand or maybe forgot or whatever about the miracle, yeah. uh, the sh- it was showed on tape delay. Oh, yeah. It was not shown live. Right. Because that's, Although... that's just how yeah. that worked. Now, and I listened to it. I want to say I listened to it on an MAQ. Does that sound right to you? Um, maybe, question mark? That they would have had the Olympics? Maybe. Maybe. They might have. They might have had, especially with it being in, in Lake Placid. They might have. It's possible. Um, that's weird. Yeah. Or maybe IND. Because I used to listen to them for the Bulls. Right. Right. I don't know. Whatever. But I just remember listening to it then, and, and I guess that was on tape delay as well. So Yeah. But the, um, yeah, but Uncle's oh, is great. Oh, I got Uncle's a lot. Okay, NBA. He had Stockton, Heinsohn, or Hubie Brown. Um, mm-hmm. Stockton, Heinsohn in the eighties. That was appointment television, man. Right. I mean, if you watched eighties NBA, it was Celtics, Sixers, and Lakers, and yes. that's pretty much what you got mm-hmm. when you got it all the time. That's right. Uh, he's saying that uh, Hubie Brown is underrated. And he thinks he's the best color guy of all time. We used to give him a, uh, as a company, not me personally, but uh-huh. uh, we had an email that we had to send out. There was a program we had to run which generated the spreadsheet that we sent out to Hubie. Oh. We called it the Hubie sheet. And it, okay. it was all these detailed stats and stuff. And it was, because he did, he not only at the time, this was 10 years ago, so, or excuse me, maybe it was a long time ago, 20 years ago, maybe at this point, close to okay. it. Okay, so was it perm years? Yeah, perm po- years. Okay. And he was doing color for the Knicks, question mark, or the Pacers, one of those two, like, I don't remember which one, but he was doing color, everyday color for a game, and also the National, he was doing both. Okay. So we'd get this detailed spreadsheet that we'd send them, and it was called the Hubie Sheet. It's pretty I cool. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, well, and I guess what I like about it is his, his delivery it, it, I don't, it's hard to say. I mean, a lot of guys that are really good right. at analytics are kind of too inside baseball. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, he, he makes it so the average fan understands what he's saying, but it's, it's really smart. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Incredibly insightful, intelligent, yes. clearly knows what he's talking about, but he says it in a way that's not condescending. Right, and, and the the delivery yeah. is like personable. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not yeah, it's not academic. It's right. like he's just sitting there talking to you, right, and saying, exactly. "Hey, look at this." Uh, for N- NCAA, he had Enberg, our, our friend Billy Packer. <laughs> Although, really, did he do NCAA? I just he, remember him doing mini no, golf. No, 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 he did. That's right. He made he made his bones on the mini golf circuit, my friend. Ah, that's right. Gotcha. That's and right. then uh, the. The coach, Al McGuire. Oh, I, that's true. I liked, I liked Al McGuire a lot. And Dick Vitale, before he became a character of himself, oh, was good, God. too. Well, like now yeah. he's just, a, yeah, no. And so what? when we were in high school, is that when you think that yeah. he was palatable? Yeah. Like Because it was still fresh and new, right? Right, I exactly. Mean, I mean, like, it's the same way with, like, Chris Berman, right? Like, yeah. You could take that's Chris Berman at the beginning, but yeah. the last decade of Chris Berman, keep it. He, yeah, he was doing the act of Chris yes, Berman he was doing at that the point. Shtick. Yeah, exactly. Leather, you're with me. Canadian um, aspirin. <laughs> uh, he says it's a rare three-man booth that worked. I agree with that yes, wholeheartedly. 100%. Other than, uh, of course, the Cubs booth with a good kid. Monday Night Football. 
Oh yeah. The Monday Night Football booth worked. Like it, when it was with Gifford, Dandy Don. Yeah, when it was Gifford Cosell and Dandy Don. Yeah. Yeah, that worked. I'm with you. Yeah. Um. Uh, okay, NCAA football, of course. Oh no. That's right. That's and right. then Parsegan, Frank Broyles, or Bob Greasy. Um, and I have to agree Greasy with him there. Good. I agree. Yeah, Bob Greasy and, is good. I mean, he called like a uh, Michigan title game, I yeah. think. And Brian was playing. What, what do you think about Uncle Vern? Oh, I love Uncle Vern. Yeah, me too. And, I mean, he was a CBS staple that would pretty oh, yeah. much do give everything. you all of it, right? Yep, yep. I mean, he did golf. Mm-hmm. He did basketball. Yeah. Um, yeah, did he do college football, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, him and, him right. and, uh, think about and that. Um, Gary Danielson, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. The bearded one. Yeah. Um, you know who's really underrated? And we talked about, I think we talked about it when we talked about announcers, was Dan Fouts. Yes. Speaking Dan of Fouts beards. Is excellent. And he has he an awesome beard. He was very good. And his beard is impeccable. And that was uh, an NBC AFC as well. Correct. Yeah. Uh, bu- 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 oh, I want to go back to gr- that greasy game. Yeah. I mean, here he is, his kid's in the title game, and he was completely professional, mm-hmm. completely, uh, I'm going to say, bipartisan. Yeah. I mean, you got to be sitting there just losing your mind, right? Yeah. But so I, I, I'll never forget that that yeah. I, how how professional I felt. Yeah, I it, it's tough. I mean, he's a pro, right? I mean, he's he's a pro. He was a pro quarterback. He understands, you know, he, he understands the gravitas of it all. Probably so. It'll work. Yeah, he was good too. He was really good. Bob Greasy was great. And then uh, honorable mentions for that for today's kids, uh, Gus Johnson. I think is oh, outstanding. Yeah, I love Gus. Uh, Joel Klatt. Yeah, and then Fowler and Herb Street. Yeah. Yeah, Kirk, I can take get, take or leave. Yeah, he, I, I'll I'll say this too. He's another one. Uh, when game day first started, yeah, or when I, I I'm sorry, I'm when I started paying attention to game day, sure. probably twenty years ago, right? Um, that was awesome. I mean, you would wake up Saturday morning and it was on, right? And that I mean, it was pretty much on until football started. So I mean, it was really the college compliment to uh nfl pregame shows right right it was really good too and Fowler again those guys they've just there's a shelf life to announcers for the most part right yes i think that's true jim nance is approaching it yeah his shelf life is like like these guys were when you first hear them they're fresh and new and good but then after a while. Can I tell you a story? They just become a caricature of themselves. That's exactly right. Yeah. Because, well, think about it. What they have done has been successful for so long. Right. And yeah. at, at that game, you're kind of a one-trick pony. Yeah, and once it's you do the damn trick. Yeah, like once you hear Bob Costas, like you know the, the timber of what's about to be said. You know what he's going to talk about and right. how he's going to deliver it. This is true. And... You can take it or leave it, right? Like it, it's not anything that makes me want to tune in. I'm like, oh, Bob Costas, and then, you know, like the fact he's on a show doesn't make me want to tune in, yeah, anymore necessarily. So now, before we we get away from the list, and thank you to the listeners sending that yeah. in. Um, do you have what seems to be the hatred for Joe Buck that the rest of the country no, does? I do not. You don't? No. Okay. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Because he's another guy that's become a caricature of himself. 
Like, he I, don't, has. I don't hate him. Like, I understand why Cubs fans hate him. Well, whatever. You know, and he will forever be, uh, for better or for worse, like the voice of the White Sox World Series championship. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. There's your tie-in then. Like, he's, he was the guy that called it. Yeah. He was on the mic. So okay. he'll forever be, for me, tied to that. Now, okay. was he as enthusiastic as if it were the Cardinals winning the World Series? No, but he gave it the gravitas it needed. He gave it the attitude that it needed, he, the energy and everything else. He was he was fine. I don't have a problem with Joe Buck. Okay. Everybody else does. And his sewn-in doll hair. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but see, and what, what gets me is the amount of people that dislike him, and it seems to be the number one reason is whoever's telling me that they don't like him it's that he always roots against their team. Correct. How is that possible? And another thing I like about Joe Buck. Unless you're a Packers and, and, fan. Right. And Joe Buck, he takes himself not seriously at all. Like everybody True. thinks he does. No. And everybody hates him, thinks he takes everything so seriously. Right. Dude, how many times have he has he called into the score as Joe from St. Louis? Yes. No. <laughs> right? I, there's yeah, no, you're right. I mean, there's that. Like and, the guy and he when he when they interview him on on the score on ESPN 1000 whenever they get around to interviewing him, which probably is rare, but um, he's great. He's a great yeah. interview. He's no, he's candid. a great interview. He'll tell that, yeah, I fucked this up or I did this or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Yeah, no, you're right. He's very uh, self-deprecating. Yeah. Um, he talked about sewing his doll hair in. And exactly. His marital troubles. And, and he talked about how he somewhat became addicted to, what, a hair transplant, right? Like he kept yeah. getting hair transplant after hair transplant. Yeah. Like he's that's, obsessed yeah, with that's his hair. The doll hair that I was talking right. about. Yeah. That's like, like the guy, he's not a pompous ass. Like he's not like. No, but you could see how people would take him oh, that yeah. way yes. if you didn't see yeah. the other side. Yeah. And people just tie him into St. Louis because yeah, he did Cardinals games. Yes. Okay. Great. Right. But, but I mean, and more, more his dad than I, I think is the tie in, right? Well, he, he also was, he also did. No, I know he did. Yeah, but I'm saying that's his dad. The, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know, man. I I, I kind of wanted to see his HBO show take off. Already laying subterfuge that. Yes, sir. <laughs> he did, and I wonder if you could find that anywhere. Well, I've be, looked for it on YouTube a couple no, of times. Um, I don't know. If, I I, don't know I he, think it gets up and gets taken down. Yeah, I don't know if he. I don't know if I'd watch that necessarily. It would depend on who else was on, I guess. Cause oh, because it was. Supposed but to be, I'm saying he didn't get a shot. I mean, he got one shot, and then it got. <laughs> well, I think I think he had one episode after the Artie Lang, and then it was done. Yeah, yeah that's it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the Artie Lang thing left such a sour taste in oh HBO's mouth, and I, I understand completely. Right. Well, I do too. And at the time, I thought it was fantastic. I was listening to Stern at the time, and I was a big Artie Lang guy. Yeah. And what has happened in his life after that? Oh man, I've kind of gotten off that bandwagon, yeah. and just it's it's one of those you feel sorry for, right? Yeah, he's a dude that you feel sorry for because uh, he's so talented, but just keeps derailing. He himself. he keeps he keeps getting in his own way. Yeah, I mean, and unfortunately, he's on that list like Amy Winehouse was for me. When yeah. somebody tells me that he died, I'll go, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised it didn't happen earlier. Yeah. But I will say this about Amy Winehouse is uh, the documentary about her is fantastic. Oh, I'm going to tell you this too. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say that I have so much more respect for her now 
than I did previously because all I knew about her was through the media, yeah, right? Right. I wasn't on board with her music at the time, but now I've gone back and listened to it and I really enjoy it. And uh, Tony Bennett had an outstanding comment about her in this documentary. He said he felt sorry that she couldn't, that she didn't live long enough to figure it out. Right. That all great talents like she had go through it, right? Yeah. You yeah. go through the drugs and the alcohol because you can't handle either the money or the fame or the friends or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But the ones that are able to just eke by to get through that part of it and figure it out and learn how to live your life and do what you want to do. Right. That's what made him the saddest. Yeah. So I, I just thought that was brilliant. Anyway, go ahead. Um, documentary, music documentary. Uh, I want to point out, found it on Netflix. Um, Netflix put out a bunch of uh, music documentaries. Yeah. Uh, I watched the one of Robert Johnson. Yes, I did too. Spectacular. Fantastic. Yeah, it was really good. Now, are those called like it's remastered? Like re something. Remastered. remastered. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I think I've seen them all. I, I have. There was one on Sam Cooke. Right. Uh, I just found them. There's one on Johnny Cash. There's one. I forget who else is on. But I haven't seen the Cash or the Marvin Gaye yet. But if they're all the same kind of format as the Robert Johnson one. I'm watching one, them all. I'm watching them all. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That Robert Johnson was fantastic. Yeah, it was. It was really good. Really good. And how you know? Just he seemed cursed because he, you know, because he gave his allegedly gave his soul to the devil, right? Believing that sort of thing. So, right, the whole crossroads yep. legend. And, yeah. But I, I love the guy that dispelled that. Right. Um, he said, "Yeah, you know, everybody said that he like went away and then came back and could play amazing." And he was like, "No, man, he played like eighteen hours a day and he was <laughs> terrible, and I had to hear it the whole time." <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. And then he got good. And then and finally like, okay. he got good. Like, right? Oh, uh, man. And it was cool they got into like the like like the physic the physical of it, right? Like his fingers were so big. Yes. That he could do weird things with it. Yeah. <laughs> bar chords and just without Right. Yeah. It, they said that he it sounded like he was playing rhythm and lead at the same time. Yeah. Which is crazy. On, as a guy yes. like, as a guitarist. I can tell you that's almost that's damn tough to do. That's really tough to do. <laughs> and I got big fingers. I mean, I got big hands. So I mean, I, I guess that's I, the there's lady. a muddy waters for the ladies out there. Jay I got big hands. Uh. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, Trump. That's so right. uh, muddy waters said one time that he went to see him, and after watching him play for a little while, he got scared and went got in his car and drove away. Really. Yeah, he said that's a bad, bad man. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Man. Talk about bad, bad men, Jay. Uh, the Orioles? Yeah. Yeah, they're not good at baseball. <laughs> <laughs> they're, uh, they've played six, no, 56 games. Their run differential is minus 111. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's bad. Really, really bad. It is bad. And we were talking about the free fall of the Mariners, I think, in one of our last podcasts. Yeah, they those just, bats just they couldn't. They are one in nine in their last ten. Yeah, and unfortunately, um, I rode the Marco Gonzalez train. Yeah. But after people saw him once, right. uh, I think they, they figured him out. They, they got it figured out. Yeah, the kid uh, went 5-0. and oh, No, no. And then, uh, yeah, the, the league caught up to him. And the Cub. Ah, the Cub. It's on first. By fingernails. And By it's only because, yeah, St. Louis is 
so bad lately. And uh, Milwaukee was able to lose strategically enough for us right. when we lost. Yeah. Because I, I don't, I heard a stat the other day. I think the Cubs hit 23 home runs in the last seven games. Ooh, I can I can probably find that out for you. You could. Um, it was 22, people, but know. I think one got hit. When I heard it, it was 22, and I think one got hit after that. Last how many games? Seven games. Seven games. And you're like, oh, they must have just destroyed. In those seven games, Joe, Yeah, they went two and five. They did go two and five, and they did hit. The number was 20. Oh, 20. All right, my bad. 20 home runs in seven. That's still a shit ton. Hey, look at me embellishing a little. That's still a shit Are you ton, shocked? Bro. Look at that. that. I mean, it's crazy. Two home runs, three, three, two, three, five again at Houston on the twenty eighth, and then yeah, then two at Houston yesterday. It looks like so, or on uh, not yesterday, but Wednesday. Right. Yeah. Yesterday was an off day, which allowed me to watch the NBA, which we can talk about later. Yeah. I mean, Canada's greatest sport, NBA. <laughs> Drake will tell you so. That's right. Um, yeah, and the White Sox continue their roller coaster season. They are now one game under five hundred. Which, inevi- which inevitably means they're going to lose tonight. <laughs> so bet the, I mean, they are playing the Indians, and the Indians are garbage. The Indians are not a good team. Well, I probably shouldn't show you this, but uh, I'm totally going to. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know who's pitching. Trevor Bauer, they're going to beat his ass tonight. So maybe tonight, Thanks, might, tonight might not be the day you want to bet the sack. Uh, yeah. Trevor Bauer was my ace. Yeah? Yeah. No. No. Not, uh, In fact, none of my aces are doing well this year. Uh, Kershaw? Mm. Sale? Well, no, lately he's been great. Yeah, you want to know who's pitching well for me right now, Joe? Huh. Lucas Giolito! Oh, my guy. So your you're the guy. You're, so you're the guy that has Giolito. I am. You jerk. Anyway, yeah. Lucas Giolito's been dealing, dude. Um, it it There's an article on, I think it's on The Athletic, um, where they talk about Gilito's windup, and that's the major change that he's made. Oh, <laughs> um, I thought it was confidence. Uh, no, it's actually. I mean, it is to a certain extent, but it's it's because they changed his windup. Okay. Um, it went. He had this really big, long arm angle at the back, and then you know, but if you look at him now, it's short. It's windups. You know, set. Straight back pitch. His arm does okay. not go down like it used to. And that's made a big difference in his accuracy and his the movement on his pitches. He's nice. gone on on uh that'd be May second. His ERA was five point three two. His current ERA is two point eight five. Woo! He's won five straight. Um he's been lights out, man. He's been the best pitcher in one do could, I want to say one could argue baseball? Do I want to say nine quality starts? Uh, well, let me look at his last five games. His ERA in his last five games is where is it at? There it is one point two four. One point two four. So there's five. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, I mean, his WHIP is let's see seventeen twenty five. It's under, well under one. He's given up. He's pitched thirty six and a third innings, seventeen hits. <clears throat> Only five earned runs, eight walks. Um, yeah, he's been about as dominant as you can be, and he has two complete games. One of them was a rain shortened one, but uh, it still counts as the book. But he lay, then he came out 
the next outing and had a legit nine inning complete game. Wow. Yeah, he's been lights out. It's like the West Sox, Sox are scoring a lot of runs for him either these last five games. Right. Two in game one, five in game two, and then four the last three outings. Wait, I thought we were talking about Giolito, not Quintana. Uh, well, there you go. Oh, no, right. wait, right. Yeah, no, no, yeah, mm. I see what you did there. Yeah. And I also see that that traveled north. Yeah, it did. They yeah. don't score for my guy. No, they don't. No. No, they don't score for my guy. Like, oh, he's good enough. We don't. That's a negatory good, buddy. That's right. <clears throat> but overall in the season, he's 7-1. and one. Yeah, baby. Uh, 285 ERA, under one whip. He's been the one of the best pitchers in baseball. This is just in, Joe. I, He's trending up. And I, we, I, I mean, I could, there is bias as a Sox fan, but I mean, look at the, the numbers don't lie, brother. It doesn't lie. He's pitched great, and he's turned it around, and this is the ace everybody thought he could be. Now, can he, can he sustain it? Can that's, he sustain it? That's another story. Is it sustainable? That's another, you know, that's another question. I don't know. Maybe. It is. But, I mean, like the Sox uh, – they're going to be better as a team if he's this good, obviously, right? Right. Um, and, and that's and that's it, man. Uh, winning breeds winning. Yeah, hundred percent. You just got to stack a couple, and then it becomes a thing, right. and then it's a culture. Yeah. And and uh, here's here's the funny stat. We in the two minutes we talked before I hit record. Funny like Aloy Jimenez, funny or uh, funny like Yelmer Sanchez, funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. By the way, did you see in the rain delay what he did? No, so they got a monsoon of rain. Not a gorilla monsoon, just a monsoon. <laughs> and uh, Yalmer like, dives into the mud and then in the dugout grabs the Gatorade and dumps it on himself oh my God. for the fans, like trying to entertain the fans. Sure. Yeah. But it mainly popped the boys. That's what it did. It popped the guys on the bench. But That's good. Uh, so the, in the American I've seen League, Bull Durham. Yeah, yeah. In the American League Central, yeah. uh, Minnesota Twins – are thirty seven and eighteen? Yeah. Um, what? And I looked it up. Uh, they have the best record in baseball. Uh, yes. And I looked do. it up, and it hurts you to say that. It does. It kills me to say it. Um, if one day we'll have to talk about that day is not today, but we can talk about Baseball Savant, the website. Oh, okay. It's ridiculous. It's not. It's like the Statcast website, basically. Oh, okay. It's nuts. Anyway, I digress. Is it for Joe Shit the Ragman? I mean, can anybody just go yeah, in there yep, and yep. okay? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and uh, the Twins lead the all of baseball in exit velocity, confirming okay. what I see in the eye test because I've seen them enough this year. Yes, they mash everything. They just crush everything that's hit is hard, and the Statcast numbers are proving it out. But anyway, that's not why you called on this one. So their run differentials plus one hundred and one, which is yeah. highest in baseball. Everybody else in the American League Central has a minus run differential. <laughs> the Indians are minus twelve. The Sox are minus forty-seven. The Tigers are minus ninety-six, and the Royals are minus forty-two. Oh, <laughs> that's how bad the division is. It's like oh, wow, or, and how dominant the Twins are right now. Well, and so dominant that they make a bum that, of course, I picked up. Sure. Look like a hero. Perez? I picked him up in my other league. Guy's got seven wins. He does. But as I pick him up, they're like, hey, this guy's got wins because the Twins like put up yeah. 12 or 16 for him every time he hits yeah. the bump. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, he's not good. Well, like, well, Jose Barrios is another one who's good, mm-hmm. but his last couple outings, he's not been good, but it didn't matter because they went out and scored like 12 and then 13 runs for him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, and I think we talked about this on the last podcast was the twins only have, let me verify the number in my head, but they only have 18 save opportunities. Wow. They've played 55 games. They've won 37 of those games, and they only have 18 save opportunities. What does that tell you? It tells you that they are mash. Mash, <laughs> mash, mash, Straight mash, mash. sour mash. mash. Yes, yeah. That's crazy to me. But I, but it, my eye test was confirmed by Baseball Savant. That, there you go. That they lead the league in, uh, lead all baseball in exit velocity. Or they will have to uh, start to get my eyeball attention after the athletic. Yeah, for sure. It's 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 kind of wonky. It's some of it's a little tough to understand, but once you get the basics of it, yes, you're like, oh shit, like oh my god. Um, well, going back to um, <laughs> so we could commiserate about uh, Perez's electric lights out stuff. <laughs> yeah, fifty nine strikeouts. Yeah, fifty nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's not making people swing and miss. No, he's not. No, he's not. So there you have it. Um, he's, he's, oh, uh, let's 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 talk a little more coup. Uh, just sure. generalities. Yeah, yeah. All right, we talked a little bit about the last seven, mm-hmm. and they were sure tough losses. You never like to lose, but no. they were in all of them. Yeah. Um. So what do you need? I need a, a back of the end guy. They're I'm pulling Strope off the IL list. Yeah. As fast as they possibly can. I think they said he would be back as soon as this weekend. Yeah. Did he ever get his car um, back, by the way? I don't know. No. I think I I think I read and I've read a couple of conflicting things now. And, yeah. And in Trump's America, you don't know what's true ever. True. Yeah. Um because, you know, there's alternative facts. Right. Um but I thought it got wrecked in a oh, okay. car chase with the cops. Oh no. Oh, yeah, I mean, Pedro. that was the cherry on top of the oh, story, and boy. it was too perfect, so I don't know if that was true or not. Right, right, I didn't right. Snopes it, because why yeah. would Snopes give a fuck? Right, exactly, about but um, leave her for the Cubs. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. But, uh, yeah, so they are rushing him back as fast as possible. I don't know. I mean, the what's the easy dumb guy answer? By Craig, Craig Kimbrell. Just go out and get him. Yeah, it doesn't and work that way. I know, yeah. and... There's a lot of people saying, you know, that they're waiting for the the date where right. they don't lose the uh, draft pick. Yeah, the draft. The draft is when they don't lose the draft pick. Right, well, right that, after the draft. That, yeah, the draft is this week, right? Is it the end of this week? Is it the end of this I week? So. I think so. I started seeing a bunch of stuff on um, top prospects and um, yeah, the high school kids, mm-hmm. it, which always just amazes me. Yeah, and Nick Hostetler has been on. But he's the White Sox uh, director of scouting. Oh he's yeah, been, he's been on for he's been he he spent like three segments with Spiegel this weekend. Oh nice, yeah. is that who was on uh, Hit and Run? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. All right, yeah, I was on my way to work. <laughs> nice, there yeah, on a Sunday. On a Sunday, yeah. Thank you. Uh huh. Oh, three day weekend holi- for everybody else? No, not for Joey. No, 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 no. Uh oh, the other thing I was going to mention about the coup, uh, yeah. the Bryant injury. Yeah. Um. He got a dinger the first day back from the uh, 
upper body injury mm-hmm. from the collision with uh, Hayward. Yep. So he was a DHing, trying to give him a couple of more days of rest before heading to St. Louis and making him play the field again. Right. Um, so that seems okay. One of the things I wanted to talk about for a couple of weeks was the enormity and the magnitude mm-hmm. of the Cubs PR machine. Oh yeah. To keep the Zobris stuff like out of the media. Right? Yeah, I haven't. I, I mean, haven't heard and, the thing about it. And I wanted to say. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. No, and well, I wanted to say that you know, oh, well, maybe it's the media's integrity. No, fuck that. The Cubs ain't giving them anything, right? And um, in fact, they had to sniff it out themselves. And the ones that did were actually kind of tactful or tasteful about it, I guess. Right, right. Um, but I don't think he's coming back. He may not. I think he's. I think it's going to be full on retirement and figure out how to get the kids situated. Yep. And yeah, yeah, he's got I bigger mean, fish to fry than baseball right now. Uh, un, well, that's the thing, and unfortunately, yeah. you know, divorce is public record, and that's how everybody figured out what it was. Although right. there, and as I'm collectively patting Chicago media on the back, th- there were a couple of scumbags that went out there and said, oh, I see that his wife deleted all of his pictures off her Facebook page. So, duh. Yeah, great. His, Thanks. His wife, Thanks for that. Every time I've seen his wife, she seems like a, like she's missing data. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. I mean, I, I could be wrong. Yeah. And, of course, we don't know anything about know any nothing. of these people. We right? know nothing. And I will tell you from knowing people in the business... Mm-hmm. You don't want to. You no. really don't. No. You want to know what you see on the screen and what you think about them from that and leave it alone. That's right. Because anybody famous is human and they're flawed. And right. Right. It's, I mean, I prefer to think of Zobrist riding to the park on his bike with his kid next to him on his bike, yes. wearing his uniform. I agree. Riding to Wrigley. I, I mean, that's I agree that's. I want to think about that and yep. nothing else. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there are some scumbags. And I don't. Did we mention Russell when we did our douchebags on Mother's Day? Uh, I believe so. Okay, I believe so. Well, but if, he's a bad it, dude too. I was going to say if I I didn't give it as much as I should have at that time. Yeah. And again, yeah. court of public court of public opinion. Guy's done his time. Right. Let's move forward. I get it. What do you happen to say about? get over it yeah exactly uh, like you did when i heard him say that yes i'm like you did not just no. fucking say that no get over it like what? no i mean and i get i get where that's coming from and and maybe maybe mentally he needs to think that yeah but but you can't say that no and i can't believe and well here we are again i'm johnny hypocrite today man after i just <laughs> Gave love to the Cubs PR machine. No. They didn't have somebody sit him down and say, listen, if you give any interviews at all, you're going to say one thing, and that's I'm trying to get better every day as a person and a right. baseball player. And, and Thank you. you got to be contrite. Good night. you got to be contrite. Yes. That's right. Wait, I mean, and I, this could be a whole show in itself. Uh, culturally, yeah. where he came from and his upbringing. Right, right. I mean, and yeah. as young as he is, I mean, a lot of things seem normal to a lot of people because it is normal to them. Correct. In the life that they live. Right. And looking you know, through my lenses at what he did in his life, it seems 
abhorrent and I can't imagine ever doing that. Right. But I also didn't grow up with it at all of the and, time. And also, you know, AP was on that list, right? Oh, for sure. And yeah. He was on our bad dudes list. Yes. And his his excuse if you want to call it an excuse, whatever, was that that's how he was raised. Yeah. And, and, and I see some of that, but I, I'm also going to call bullshit and say you were never whipped in a car seat. No. Because they didn't have them. Right. Fuckhead. Right. Right. And he's got to be more aware. He's The times dictate sometimes what you do, right? And nobody, yeah. there are a lot of parents out there that don't want to hear it, but you get, you got to change your parenting. You, you can't, you can't just do it the way your parents did it. Like right. There has to be some modification to yeah. fit the and, times. And that really goes with, with everything. And not we, to, you know, the internet's, the, the internet's changed everything. Phones have changed everything. Yeah. No, it, it has. Can you imagine if we had cell phones? Uh, Think about it for a minute. Can you imagine us as 15-year-old kids with an iPhone? I'd be in jail? Yes. Yeah. A lot of the shit that's going on today with phones yeah. is like that. We would have done the same happened. fucking thing. Yeah. We would have done the same thing. It's funny. Um, my favorite podcast, My Favorite Murder, um, yeah. they were talking about that. the question they get asked all the time is, what do you attribute the uh, you know this love for true crime thing you know right. recently right excuse me All right. and um <laughs> they were doing a story from 1934 yeah where uh the public tore the doors off the courthouse to get in to see the trial holy shit <laughs> so yeah it's not new no i mean people have always been interested in this stuff it's right. just easier to get access to it than it ever was before exactly Thanks to the internet, yeah. as you were saying. Hey, speaking, but, of, the, speaking of the internets. Oh, yeah, yeah. By the way. Um, coming up on an, a future podcast, maybe it'll be the next one or, or maybe the one after that. We are, we're not 100% sure yet. The Bears, Bears came, out, came out with their top 100 players. Yes. So we're going to kind of make our own top 10s, I believe, right? This was well, the here's, here's the hook. Um, the coach reached out to me and said, hey, with this uh, new Bears book coming out Bears. where they're having the top 100 Bears list um, and everybody's talking about it, why don't we do our, you know, why don't you guys do a top 10 list? And I thought, okay, that's cool. Yeah. But I don't want to do that. I want to do top 10 offense, top 10 defense, and top 10 special teams. That's fine. Of all time. Sure. And everybody's list is going to be different. Yeah. I mean, I, in talking to the coach, I think he said that he had the same person on two lists. That's cool. You can do that. Mm -hmm. I chose not to do that because I wanted to include more people. Well, clearly, it, clearly it was Devin Hester. Uh, it was actually Gail Sayers. No, it sure wasn't Devin Hester because <laughs> he was such a great wide receiver. That <laughs> Thank you. And a great DB that he should. No? Thank you. I can't believe I, I bit hard on that. <laughs> I, I think I broke a tooth I bit so hard on that. Zzz. Bazinga. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but what's funny is that came up because he said, who do you have number one for special teams? And, you know, the initial knee-jerk reaction was Hester. Yeah. And then I thought, mm, Sayers? And I'm like, no, but Sayers was also a really great running back right. for the four years that he was there. Right. Um, and, you know, I t taking all that into account, uh, 
is how I built my list. I mean, right. looking at the top hundred that they had, they had Ditka much higher than I did, just because he only he played six seasons as a Bear, Coach. but he played twelve, right? Right. And he didn't get in until after the. Uh, was he in prior to eighty five? I know he was no. the first tight end to get in. I don't think so. Question mark. There was only some sort of page where I he know. Go to and, uh, oh, wait, there is. But the Coach. Well, they have the internet on computers now. The Coach. I, I don't know. I mean, like, as I type Mike Sitka instead of Mike Ditka. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't, he's got to be on the list, I would think, right? But yeah, but I guess this is what I'm saying. Um, every, the three of ours are going to be different when we go over them. And I, I think, and I'm not, I wanted to bring that up because I'm not going to say somebody's right for the way they did there. Right. So we encourage you listeners. Please do. Do your own. That's right. And, and if you want to, Give me the finger and say, fuck you. I'm only doing a top 10 for everybody. Correct. That's fine, too. That's fine, too. Uh, to answer your we question. We will include it. Because the internet is the internet. Uh, he was inducted in the Hall of Fame in 1988. Yeah. So. so it was after. Three yeah, years after. It was, it was the Super Bowl win and then the legend of Ditka that I think carried him into the Hall more than anything else. And yeah. I'm not saying that he wasn't great. Correct. I mean, if I remember, he had like, he had 49 something like that yeah i already i closed the page. yeah i know whatever <laughs> and we'll go and we'll go over it it'll, it'll have its own show correct we'll we'll have but i just wanted to let everybody know that that's coming yeah man it's coming we just got to work on the lists and then get them done but yeah be- and and in fact um looking you know at schedules we we may have a couple of uh like special edition uh list yes. shows yep regarding music or mm-hmm. uh other other things and we'll we'll let you know about them ahead of time if you want to play along yep um put it up on the on the facebooks mm. and um let you know when, when those will be so we can include your content that's right and we want to be interactive we, we love it when you guys uh hit us play up apart exactly play role. uh looking at you zay that's right jose do better i swear to get tommy i know we're trying tom calm down calm down it's okay I know you've had him booked several times, and he yeah, keeps hi hatting us. It's all right. It's okay. Big foot in us. That's okay, Tom. We'll, we'll take I don't care even know if he'd say hi to me in the street. To be honest I with you, he, at this I point, I think he would. Do you? Yeah, I think he would. Okay, maybe. maybe. All right. Well, yeah, I, we'll, hey, I'm just saying. We'll see. We'll see. Clock on the wall, Jason. Oh man, I guess it is about that time. It is about that time. Uh, you can find us on Facebook www.facebook.com slash it's that pod. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, I am at Triple Indies. Jason is at J the Letter. Reintroduce myself. My name is how me to reintroduce myself. My name is how me to reintroduce myself. My name is Do Letter. Do Letter. Do Letter. Do Letter. That. The letter sleeps early. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Or excuse me, uh, take that back. You can email us, Joe at itsthatpodcast.com or Jason at itsthatpodcast.com. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, and now the Alexa app just by saying, hey, Alexa, play It's That Podcast through the Play In app. And give us the thumbs, the, the stars and the thumbs and the thing with the thing. Yeah, That'd man. Great. Hit, hit us up. Hit Rate, us up. review, and subscribe. Please, please do. Rate, review, and, and subscribe. And go out and like the Facebook page. Yeah. Be, be a pal. Be a, be a dude. Be a mensch. That's how we uh, let know. other people know about it. That's Let's right. Let's just don't keep it just for us, no. although it feels like it's just for us. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. The hang. That's right. I uh, would like to thank you guys for listening to this episode, and we hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you next time on It's That Podcast. Bye-bye.